but it's actually a blank sheet of paper because we didn't know what we would create. Do you know the secret behind a successful team? In this podcast, dream teams share their powerful collaboration and reveal how they turn today's ideas into tomorrow's solutions. Discover the story of change makers who share their innovative journey with our host, Travis Shepard. This is Dream Teams. <laughs> Thank you, uh, voiceover person. I really appreciate it. As, as mentioned, my name is Travis Shepard. I'm your host today, uh, which means I just ask random questions of these, of these two folks that I've got uh, joining me today. Uh, we're going to be talking about environmental footprint insights. And I'm just going to shorten that to EFI, I think, for everybody's sake, uh, to, to make it easier and, and not blow up these microphones. Uh, with me today, I have Debbie Yannick, the responsible partner for EFI, and uh, Hunkyan Faber. Excellent. Thank you, Faber. Excellent. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I was worried about that one. No. But yes, uh, and who's senior software developer at PwC and also a part of, of this project. So I've used the acronym and the phrase EFI. Uh, Debbie, tell us a little bit about what that actually is for those that don't know. Yeah, so I could talk hours about it, obviously, uh, but I'll do the very version, short yeah. version. Um, it's a solution to provide insights and empower conversations on lowering our carbon footprint. Uh, I'm going to let you each introduce yourselves, but uh, the name of this podcast is Dream Teams. So whenever I think of Dream Teams, I think of the 92 Barcelona basketball team. Uh, may, may not be the most relevant re- reference for everybody, uh, but, it's, but it's certainly what I think of when I think of Dream Teams. So as a part of your introduction, talk a little bit about uh, what you did on EFI. We'll get to that. Uh, what, what's your impression of Dream Teams? What does Dream Teams mean to you? All right, so we'll, we'll start with, with, with you, Debbie. Yeah. Okay. Quick introduction and what is Dream Team? Yeah, so so Debbie indeed, uh, <laughs> and the yawning part you got right as well. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm uh, heading our program and change management uh, uh, practice here in uh, in the Netherlands in PwC, uh, and that's how I got involved with EFI. As I'm, uh, you know, we really thought about something that would help shift uh, behavior and uh, work towards more sustainable behavior in our organization. So that's where I come in, and I have the privilege of being the business owner, which I'm sort of the head, the the eyes, the ears, the the hands, the everything of EFI, to sort to of embodying people. it, <laughs> to trying to to bring this alive. Uh, but obviously, it's not me; it's a whole team of people doing it. So that's where it brings us to the dream team. When I think dream team, I think Ajax, obviously, certainly this uh, season. <laughs> What I see in that team actually is uh, leadership, empowerment, and being complementary to each other. Uh, So coming in from different perspectives, different talents, and making that one big sort of holistic thing that nobody can beat on their own. That's great. Each has their strengths, each has their weaknesses. They all work together. Uh, Same with the 92 uh, Barcelona U.S. basketball team. Although none, they didn't have any weaknesses. They were... Uh-huh. We'll talk about that I, yeah. later. <laughs> I, I absolutely recall the 92 basketball team, which is really was a, was a dream team. Yeah. I and mean, I think uh, for me, um, uh, a dream team was was a team I worked in when I when I was still a student. We 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 had a startup, and the startup um, we we were doing um, things for NGOs. So we 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 were creating e vouchers. Uh, we we were selling e vouchers in the supermarket to support NGOs. And I, this is with a group of students, with a group of friends, actually. We've, we were a group of friends, and we decided to do this. 
and I, I agree with you, Debbie. The, the thing the thing was that we were all complementary in what we were doing. So one guy was very good at financials. The other one was really a salesperson. And I, I, I was doing some business modeling and, and building the Excel sheets, et cetera. And we really enjoyed this. And it was a su- super nice to work with. And it was uh, very um, exciting to see how far we, we, we were able to go just because of, of the strength of the team. It also was the start of of my job right here because right after that uh, I, I had a little background in startup consulting but after a while I decided it was that I am more of a builder I like to create things so I went back to techn- technical development software development and eventually ended up here at the experience center where I now build build software so still being able to create stuff but from the technical point of view to build the actual software behind solutions we create as a team one of the things that you mentioned too is when you talked about your prior experiences, this ability or part of your roles to do a lot of different things, right? So you, it sounds like you wore a lot of different hats. Yeah. Uh, have you had that experience here as well to wear a lot of different hats? And especially when we think of EFI, was there a lot of, besides just being the technical uh, lead uh, and programmer, developer, hands-on guy, did yeah. you also have input into other parts of it? Yeah, I, th- I think this is one of the most important things that, that, that we can deliver at the Experience Center, and especially uh, for the EFI project, is the capability of wearing the different hats because only, only being allowed or able to do uh, one part of the, of the puzzle will set you apart from, other, other, from the rest of the team. And, you, and, you, and you, it's very hard to, 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 to get involved or to get the big, bigger picture or to know what you're going to do. Just following, following the, the work you need to do is, far, is much harder than, than being able of the, of the whole team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it brings, if, if I can ch- chip in here, because it also it's also hard, right? Because you try to, I mean, Hankyan and me, we didn't know each other. We don't speak the same language, mm. yet we had to work towards that same goal. Uh, so you tend, sometimes you sort of uh, get mixed up or uh, maybe even frustrated because you've got the feeling that you don't know exactly what they're saying, and but I'm meaning something else or you don't exactly know, actually. Uh, so that's also part of that of wearing different hats and trying to put yourself in other one's shoes, etc. I like that too. Putting yourselves in another person's shoes, right? That's a, a big part of when we think about collaboration and how teams work together. You have to also take the other person's perspective and understand sort of where they're coming from and and find that common language in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, and that's challenging. It's exciting when it works, yeah. and it has, <laughs> but it has its pitfalls. It's how it works. Yeah. Well, it's it's a very different mindset when you go into those sort of things with that that kind of idea. Uh, and, and part of the mindset, I think, with with this, with EFI specifically as well, is uh, traditionally, uh, and Hanukian, you can talk a little bit about this, is when we do application developments, it's more of a building a, a tool or, or a hammer that we, we see a bunch of nails for. I think in, in this this way, we did it a little differently and just opened up the box and said, okay, ask a question. What are we going to do? What the heck are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. How are we going to do this? Yeah. The great experience we had at EFI is being able to, being involved um, from the beginning to together come to a solution for, for a problem and also address the problem from two sides, from the business point of view where, the, where there is the bigger, the bigger goal of PwC to support the 230 two uh, goals right. and uh, from the user perspective. So, Immediately, immediately start testing with users how a solution would work for them, so so we can adjust and adapt the solution to get it from uh, to get it to work the best for both the, the end user and for the company uh, uh, as a whole. 
And it, it got even one step back, right? Uh, because we did this survey in all of these interviews with uh, with the people, with all of our colleagues actually here. And uh, the outcomes of that were part of the input. So it was yeah. it was even before, you know, it was not only creating yourself and thinking it through, but it's also incorporating whatever, all of the feedback we got. Uh, and that's where you guys got involved uh, from the very start as well. So you you take that in and you try to, create based on what you hear but it's actually a blank sheet of paper because we didn't know what we would create <laughs> so tell me a little bit about that blank sheet of paper i love that was there a, a concept of a problem out there was there an idea around beyond the 2030 initiative and how we're going uh, net zero was, was there some other like pressing problem that that we looked at and said okay yeah that's well, it definitely started with the net zero uh, 2030 ambition, right? So yeah. that was somewhere there uh, 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 hanging and we've, we've done some stuff on policies, et cetera, but all top down. And then, and then COVID happened and then we had some, we thought we would have some people on the bench. That was, uh, <laughs> it, it came out a bit differently, but that was the thinking. And that's when we thought, okay, so... If our purpose is to build trust in society and solve important problems, maybe this is the exact right timing to really roll up our sleeves and do something about one of those important problems. So we took that one and then we thought, but what are we going to do? So how are we going to help doing that? We as PwC for ourselves, but also for society and for, uh, for, for the rest of the world. Uh, the ambition was huge, you hear. Uh, and then, and then we thought, okay, so how how are we going to tackle that? And that's when we started with those interviews, etc. So, what is what is keeping people busy if we talk about climate change and stuff like that? And we had all sorts of facts and figures that we knew where we were at and about, but we didn't know exactly how we could help. But that's when all of those people uh, came together. So, from uh, with Henkyan's expertise, with people from uh, change management, from uh, sustainability from tax from well you name it uh, got full squad the full, full squad, squad. Yeah. that we didn't exactly know wh what they could contribute and we didn't know exactly what we could contribute ourselves but just getting together and starting thinking about that and thinking what do we exactly need well well, well, well when 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 there's such a blank sheet yeah. and every everything is possible my first reaction as a technologist is is should it be a techni technical solution or mm. could be otherwise? Yeah. I think eventually uh, the net zero is a lot about measurement. It's a lot about collecting data. So if it, so it becomes really quickly, it becomes a technical solution right. because some, some way or the other, you would need to collect all this data. Then there's the big question mark. What are you going to do with the data? Are you going to build a dashboard? Is, will it be a management dashboard? Will it be a, uh, tooling for employees that we that love dashboards here. It's a dashboard. It might be a pitfall of PwC. <laughs> so the, it's the, it might be it's the, it's the, the, the dashboard bias. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it might be. So, so but 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 it's not sure what you're going to do. So so you're going to test with users what what they mm -hmm. expect from it. You're going to make some um, designs. Still not. Um, it's still not technology. It's it's creative designs right, of right. Uh, possible um, visuals. How do people interact with the data? How do they how do they interact with yeah. it? What are they going to do with it? And how you are going to engage people? How are you going to um, um, uh, get people moving? And 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 th that was one of the first things we thought was that uh, we should aim for gamification. Okay. And the gamification yeah. was uh, really fun because. 
we we had some who ideas. Who doesn't like games? Who doesn't like games? Right. And it it engages people. Sure. And we thought, for example, um, uh, maybe make a reverse loyalty scheme. So the less you travel, the more the more credit you get. Or I might steal that one. Actually, that's pretty yeah. good. I like that. <laughs> and so, something something like that. But um, uh, while testing, we found out that it doesn't impact the behavior because. Um, uh, the people who are uh, being um, incentivized with these kind of uh, gamification are yeah. not the decision makers. Okay. So, that, so that's why we made the move to yeah. to, uh, to 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 come up come up with the tooling that is focus, focusing on budgeting and involving clients to together with the client come yeah. up with a, a a target for 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 an engagement to 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 lower the CO two. Emissions. And, and maybe to add on that one, because the gamification part, uh, still, like you say, right, it has a fun part sure. and you would think makes it very sort of um, easily uh, adopted or stuff like right. that. But there was also, and then I put my hat on from uh, as a change manager, is that it also it has also the risk of being almost sort of a gimmick or mm. not being taken seriously. And, uh, you know, within PwC, we, we, we take things seriously. And if we take them seriously, we yeah. really act upon it. So making this um, a game or something only for fun would not address the urgency and the importance of what we wanted to do. So that was also a part of it. So where we, we considered, okay, this might not have the right tone of voice, so to speak. That's, uh, that's, that's a really interesting point is, when we think about loyalty programs or we think about changing behavior, which is ultimately what this is, right? How do we change behavior? Yeah. Uh, in a lot of cases, that's where we go right away is how do we gamify this? How do we make it more fun? How do we get drive that level of engagement? And the fact that you, you went away from that is, is, is interesting in and of itself because that is a, a go-to in a lot of ways yeah. to change behavior. Let's make it fun. Let's make it interesting. Let's make yeah. it those sort of things. But to have that other impact is... And that's cool. actually also where that dream team kicks in, right? Yeah. Because you could, from a certain perspective, you think this is exactly what we need to do and right. it's fun and it's it's really cool to develop and, and all of that. Yeah. But then if you put yourself in the shoes indeed of the user and uh, the change managers involved, etc., they they thought, mm, I'm not sure this is really going to nail it. Mm. Uh, and and that that creates then that discussion where we figured, okay, let's go another way. Let's figure out other possibilities to tackle this. Uh, I love that. Is that a part of that dynamic or part of that evolution is to bring in those different perspectives and have somebody exactly. look at it completely different and say, yeah. I, I think it's this or it's that. Yeah. And being able to work yeah. with that. And daring to say it, right, yeah. as well. If you think about team dynamics, yeah. it's not, uh, indeed, sometimes you think, well, they've thought about it. They're the, good, they're the smart guys, so it's probably going to work. But daring to speak up and say, like, mm, I'm not sure. I have some doubts about this or some concerns is also what makes a dream team, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to have a Larry Bird when you have a Michael Jordan, right? Hey, that, you do. This is Dream Teams. Uh, as we start to head towards wrapping up here in a few minutes, first of all, thank you both very much. This is awesome. I'd like to hear a little bit more of as based on this experience and, and as you go through now into your journey and other projects and other uh, examples, experiences that you have here, what's, what's the one or two thing that you, things that you're going to take with you? What are, what are those thoughts or those themes that you're going to carry forward. I'll start with you, Hank. Yeah, well, uh, well, uh, I was asked to not use any corporate language, but, okay. but, but what's typical 
typical for this project. I think we have a button that'll just, yep. we'll just yeah. censor that right out. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So what's, what's typical for the EFI project was the, was the agile approach. And this, this is the corporate language. Yeah. But what, what the essence of the agile approach has been is to, to, build, uh, to build a solution, to build technology based on an iterative process. And the cool thing about the iterations are that you uh, every two weeks you speak everyone of the team. You speak people from outside your core team. So you have the opportunity to communicate with them and to challenge each other and to, and to, and to um, at an early stage, correct each other. Yeah. And this, this, only, this, not, this is not only good for, um, uh, for uh, a happy work environment because you, 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 don't, you don't go into a dead end and works for weeks, and which, which builds up frustration. Yeah. Uh, but it all also works for 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 the team and the end goal. You reach the end goal, go in an efficient way. Uh, you 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 uh, corporate again. You can do the budget monitoring in a more efficient way, and you and you and you reach, I think, a better goal at the end. So this is really a way of working yeah. that I would uh, really continue to do in in next projects and uh, uh, from now, from now on. Excellent, uh, Debbie. I'll look at yeah, you. Thank yeah. Question. So, oh, there, there are plenty, but um, uh, one maybe to, to flesh out is I think we had this, so the, the sponsorship ownership part, mm. I think that's really important. As I mentioned at the start, I think dream teams, they thrive through with good leadership. And um, if you look at our steering committee, so we were there and every Thursday morning at eight o'clock AM, we were all dialing in as Steerco. Uh, with a member of our board, uh, with, uh, well, se several people. And they were always there and every Thursday and we would discuss and we, and we had fun and we did have some uh, frustration and irritations, etc., going on. But it was there every time. And because of that, I think sort of um, really, truly uh, uh, intrinsically motivated that we wanted to make something out of this, we overcome any sort of struggles that we had and of course we went over budget and of course <laughs> there was stuff not happening and, and stuff like that but I think really having that end goal in mind and um, being able to steer this uh, as a seamless team really helped. That was excellent. Well, so this has been our, our first episode. This is my first ever podcast ever. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> series one, episode one. Yeah, yeah. Series one, episode one. More to come. Uh, we'll be having some more of these types of conversations in the, in the upcoming weeks. So thank you again. Uh, this was great. I appreciate you. your openness and, and honesty. Thank you. Next time on Dream Teams. All right. Be sure to join us next time when we'll be talking to some of our friends from KLM about robots. Ooh, Robots, yeah. Cool. BWC shares a passionate community of solvers, creating new solutions for a new day. That's the new equation. That's the new equation. If you have thoughts or ideas, please share them with us.